Blog Talk Radio. <coughs> Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up? Hey, check this out. Watch that beat drop. Hey. It's your boy, PDP, man. Welcome to Diamond Talk, man. I got the players coach, Tyrell Cummins, head coach from Bacon College, man. Grew up in Muskogee, Oklahoma. Uh, one of the best athletes that come up out of there, man. Uh, went D1. First went to Seminole, then, going, uh, then went to uh, D1. Shout out to Zemo. Choo, 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 choo. Got a select team too as well, man, and uh, we're about to get into some Dawson talk. Jump Rock, what's going on? What's up, PDC? How you doing? Nothing much, man. Uh, hey, did you did you catch that last dance Sunday night? I still haven't, I still haven't yet. I recorded it though. I still need to catch up to it though. You still ain't caught up on it? Oh man, yeah, I'm I'm behind. My back hey, is that's hurting, what happens man. when you're a busy man. <laughs> What's your back doing yeah. hurting for? Yeah, man, from running. I've been trying, been trying to get in shape. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been running, but your back hurt. Uh, yeah, you know what that means. <laughs> that means I'm out of shape. Yeah, that means it's that, that, means it's that weight. <laughs> mm-hmm, it is. Hey, it is this whole time. I'm doing something. Shoot, I ain't doing nothing. I turn it up. Man, that's how I feel. That's how I, well, my, my back be hurting just, my lower back be hurting just from walking. I'm like, oh, man. man. Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> it. I used to get just run with no no problem at all. No stipulations, man. Just get out there and get to it and get with it, man. But that just happens whenever, you know, as we get older. You know what I'm saying? So, uh if if anybody else wa- uh, watched the last dance, it was about the uh, Chicago Bulls. You know, it's the ten part docu series, and this episode was about Dennis Rodman. The third episode about Dennis Rodman. And Chubb, man, before we dive into it, I know you're a Chicago Bulls hater, but Dennis Rodman said they wouldn't have won no championship without him. They wouldn't have. I don't think I don't, Dennis Rodman added value to the team. That's what I'm saying. I think he was yeah. right. Hey, <laughs> and I think Michael Jordan knew. Like yeah, wasn't nobody, re- Say what? rebounding like, wasn't nobody rebounding like Rodman? Right. No rebounding like Rod hey, let me ask you let me ask you this. Because in this in in, in episode three they were talking about Dennis Rodman, Dennis Rodman. Did did you know in the middle of the season he went to fit because you know Scottie Pippen got hurt, and yeah. that's when then it was just Dennis Rodman and Michael Jordan, and the Bulls still stayed superb. You know what I'm saying? But Dennis Rodman wasn't used to picking up the uh, picking up the slack. He was just always Michael and Pippen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when Pippen got hurt, Rodman had to step up. But when Pippen was healthy and came back. He went to Phil Jackson and was like, yo, I need to go to Vegas for 48 hours. I need a vacation. In the middle of the season. So Phil Jackson went to Michael and was like, Dennis Robbins says he needs a vacation. And Michael Jordan was like, he ain't going to come back. But long story short, Dennis, uh, Phil Jackson told Dennis Robbins he can go on his vacation in the middle of the season. As a coach, is that a logical thing to do? Man, I, you know what? On on the level that I'm at, I have had similar experiences. You know, with guys 
guys saying they need to get away for a little bit. Uh, but, you know, for, from the coaching standpoint, I just leave it as is. Like, hey, if you need to roll, you need to roll. But, you know, go do what you got to do to get your mind right, but come back, you know, in good shape, you know, mentally. Uh, but I know it's, it's a little di- bit different what Phil dealing with. You talk about millions of dollars right there just up and out of nowhere in the middle of the season needing to go needing to go on a vacation, on a getaway. Right. Like man, and yeah, what I you didn't... just said, what you what you just said, man, that's how you know you're going to be a great coach because that's how cuz you know Phil Jackson got his philosophy from uh, Indians. And that's where <laughs> and Dennis Robin when he went, yeah, and when Dennis Robin was in Durant playing down there, you know, he fell in love with the Indian culture. So that's what ha- had them mesh. And so you just said what Phil Jackson did. Because Phil Jackson, because Michael yeah. Jordan didn't want to let him go. But Phil Jackson uh-huh. was like, can you be back in 48 hours? Uh-huh. He didn't come back in 48 hours, but he let him go. Though, you know what I'm saying? Right. But they ended up winning three championships. And Dennis mm-hmm. Rodman said on record, he was like, man, you know, Phil Jackson's like my best friend. And because they understood one another. And yeah. so, like that, and what so that just means, like, hey, man, that's how I know you're destined for greatness because a lot of coaches, in my opinion, will be like, you ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Now, think, you know what I'm saying? Not thinking of the uh, the bigger picture because Dennis just had to do what he had to do in order to be great, like, on the court. You know what I'm right. saying? Right, right. Yeah. Which is understandable. Sometimes they yeah, because you want you, you want when it's time to play, man. You want you all you guys, you're on the and the best mental, you know, mental shape, I guess, however we can say it, that you want them. You know, you want them locked in. You need yeah, guys man, and yeah, and everybody, you know, and everybody ain't conservative like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you take like Allen Iverson. You know, some mm-hmm. people, you know, some people, the less rest they get, the better that they do. You know, it's made. You know it's what I'm saying? Yeah, some players, some athletes are like that. You know, some need more rest. Some can go with less rest. It, it's crazy. It just depends on each athlete, you know, how they respond to their body. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, everybody everybody is different, man. But coming into Diamond Talk, uh, the players coach Tyrell Cummins, man, we're talking about lessons. Lessons that comes into blessings, man. Like if you can give somebody a lesson right now that's gonna be uh coming into coming into your select baseball team, what's the lesson would you give them, man? If it's coming to get some work in, uh, day one lesson, I'll probably talk about the uh, hidden approach. You know, getting get the preparation before you actually step into the batter's box. Uh, you know, preparation starts when you're in the hole. So in the hole means when you're third up, when you're third up, mm. and your bat, your bat actually starts on deck. Still to this day, like timing is everything. So like your bat, you need to be once you step into that batter's box, like, you, you need to be ready to go. You, I don't, I don't, know, you don't need to be, you know, looking around looking for answers by the end, you know, worried because you know you you start should have been prepared two hitters ago, and your bat on deck, mm. you should have been locked in ready then. And, and that's what you say, like in, a, in in the hole, like you that that's just waiting. There's somebody at the plate. There's someone um, that's on in the uh, like on deck, and then you got somebody yeah. that's in the uh, dugout. And that's what in the right. hole means, right? 
Right. Which yeah, means they yeah. mentally got to get they before they even get on deck, they already got to be locked in while they're still in the right, dugout. Right, right, right. You're looking at the picture from the dugout, you know, studying his, uh during warm-up, studying, studying how his break, breaking balls move, uh, where's he missing, where's his fastball move, where's he's majority locating his fastball, and then really pay attention to how he's throwing the hitter, bef- uh, uh, the, the first two hitters uh, before you, trying to catch a sequence mm. on him. Yeah, so whenever you get in there, it's not really no surprises. Right, exactly. Okay, that's what's up, man. You know, I was watching uh, Ken Griffey Jr. the other day. He was talking about his approach. You know, he's coming from the left side. And uh, I was I was just kind of uh, thinking of how, how do you teach your players it, is whenever they come up to the plate, do you make sure they own the – because, you know, there's what? There's, there's two, four, five points to the uh, baseball plate. Do you teach them mm-hmm. to uh, be at the first corner, like which is at the top, or the second corner? And, like, how how do you teach your players – to um, approach the plate? Um, I'll allow them to get in where they feel most comfortable at, you know. Get in there, you know, because it all – just be ready to make adjustments. You know, you want to take away pitcher's best advantage he has against you. And so you may have to see one pitch, you know, just to catch a feel of that. So you, you can't be – as a hitter to be a, a good and you want to be a great hitter, you got to be willing to make adjustments. So be willing to move around in that batter's box. If it's a high velo mm. guy, you know, I'll, yeah, if it's a high velo guy, I recommend backing more towards the catcher, you know, at that second or third point. And velo, you mean – what does velo mean? Velocity, like the faster that they throw? Right, right, right. The harder they throw, yeah. They're, they're mid-upper 90s. You may want to scoop back. You know, it just all depends on which level. High school level, I guess, if they're upper 80s, low 90s, you know, back up some more. But if it's a softy, you know, soft lefty throwing, you know, low 80s, you know, scoot up, scoot towards him. Take away that change up from him. Because that's most likely going to be oh, okay. a good pitch. Mm-hmm. So, like, with a, with a person who do not have a lot of velocity, they, they the change up is the best pitch? Oh, uh, for the most part, because man, when they when their velo is low, oh, you come up I with get a, it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, you get a change up that's even slower. Like majority hitters already struggle with, you know, the very slow, the, the soft arms. You know, it takes a couple innings before they really make that adjustment. For the most part, so yeah, you want to take away that that pitch that's going to throw them off, and most times, most of the time, it is that that change up. As as being a former player, now you're a coach. What's what's the best pitch to hit as a player? Shoot the fastball. You are. Don't miss the fastball. <laughs> a lot of coaches to this day. That's like rule number one. Don't miss the fastball. But you got two types of fastballs. You have a four seam. You have a two seam. You know, mm-hmm. and I feel like if, if they if the pitcher misses with the two seam, it's going to go. I, to me, that's a meatball. You know what yeah. I'm saying? When yeah. a, when some because with the two seam, they trying to get it like inside, right? But sometimes it'll kind of it goes really over to the middle of the plate. Right, right. I'm, I hopefully, hopefully that pitcher better be locked in that day. He's better be hitting his spots because if he faces someone like me, I just needed to cross the plate. <laughs> <laughs> and then what you gonna do with it? Hey, I'm gonna I'm find some barrel. That's what we like to say. We're gonna put some barrel on it. 
which is over the fence. Hey, all I know is it's going to be squared up. Hey, be careful. It could go anywhere. It could go into the trees. <laughs> it could come right back up the middle. So keep your head on the swivel. <laughs> it's kind of like life, man. Keep your head on the swivel. Hey, <laughs> it, right. might come, it might come right back at you. Hey, that's it. Hey, that's all about that approach. Hey, you wake up, you know, get your daily prayer in. <laughs> you, you, you're getting ready to hit. When you step outside, that's hey, you in the batter's box. There it is, you in the batter's box. And depending on how you feel about life, you, you either scoot up on the plate or if things coming too fast at you, you scoot a little bit back. <laughs> Hey, hey, you right? Hey, that's, that's how it goes. <laughs> and tell that, tell that pitcher, hey, he better don't miss that two seamer. Don't let it come down the middle. <laughs> Put it on the black. I'm gonna help you out. Put it on the black because hey, if it crosses the white, I'm squaring it up. I promise. I'm squaring it up. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's what's up, man. But yo, yeah, man, we in this COVID nineteen. I know we didn't touched on it a little before. But just uh-huh. as as a head coach now, what what's some of the biggest challenges uh that you're facing, man, just trying to grow your team? Man, really is, you know, getting out and uh seeing guys right now is my challenge. Uh just because really with the we're waiting to see who's gonna open up like I think most of the baseball world, like everyone's pretty much waiting on the MLB. When the MLB opens up, then everyone else will open up. But really, but for me in this situation, like the I would be still in season here in April. We'll be coming down to the end towards playoffs. So, like it really like recruiting season, big recruiting for baseball is in the summer. So we still got a little bit of time. So now I'm just we're just the biggest challenge now is just being being patient. Mm. I got yeah, you right there, patient. man. Patience, patience is the key. I got right. you. I was thinking about that too. Here in Texas, man, Governor Abbott said he's opening up uh, like the sports, but it can't be more than four people. Right? Like, what sport yeah, is I, that? I did hear about that. Yeah, I did hear about that. Which you know, you know, we got to take precautions, which is fine. You know, we just got to ease our way back into it. You know, looking at four guys at a time, you know, that's still a lot when it comes to recruiting. Mm, there you go. Speak on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. With you know baseball, you know I would like to come. I would like to bring in about about fifty guys, fifty to sixty guys. You know, hopefully we can carry two teams. You know, that's enough for two teams. You know, maybe we'll keep maybe forty. Forty to actually make the roster. Uh, so like coming in this summer, man. Uh, getting to see all these select teams or high school teams that's playing in tournaments. Man, there's a bunch of hungry, hungry baseball players out there waiting to be committed. Uh, especially right now at this time, like, because, like, you will get emails, you know, guys who are just hungry, just waiting to be seen. So it's it's exciting, and but, you know, right now we just got to be patient. Oh, okay, man, that's what's up, man. So if you guys get about 50 players, you know, you give you guys some leeway because it's what a how – many, how many people is it on the uh, baseball field at work? Is it nine? Yeah, nine. Nah, okay, because I'm thinking of football. Football is 11, you know what I'm saying? For two teams, it's 22, right. but plus you got to add some people that you don't want them to go both ways, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, But but that's that's really cool, man. And can you – can you? Um, what's the difference between 
select ball and just playing ball at school? Um, let's see. Huh? Let's see. The select, select majority, you get guys from all over compared to, let's say, like here in Muskogee, in the Muskogee area, uh, Hilldale High School decides to have their high school guys play on their play for the high school for the summer versus a select team right here in Muskogee, which is guys from all over the area of green country put together on one team. So that's the, that's the main difference. And then um, most of the select select teams, you have to buy in to the select teams, you know, and you, unless you're with the high school, you know, most, most of the high schools are already funded, you know, to take the players to go play. Oh, okay. So, which means is, is like usually the select teams, you know, people got to have a little bread, you know, and then but you got yeah. more of a little opportunity because you got other people coming in. You don't know who's coming in to watch that player. So, whoever watching them, you could, if the the person whoever's watching them, like say they have a scout watching some, a particular player that's at, at like a Hilldale, but um, a Hilldale in Muskogee or Tulsa or Broken Arrow, then you have a select team. And then that's how you can get noticed by somebody, or a scout watching somebody else. Here, let's see, over the past couple of years, I would say if I was looking at back at select, select ball versus the high school ball, uh, it seemed like the select had been, you know, getting a little bit more of their guys looked at over the high schools. Um, that's just with the experience of what I've seen, like in the Oklahoma and Texas area. Um, um, but, yeah, when it comes – but when it comes to recruiting, you know, we, we're still – hey, I look at all of them. You look at what? I look at all of them, the select ball, the high school. Oh, okay, I and, got you, I got you. Yeah, and also, like, you know, we keep an eye on, like, guys who are transferring. I got you, man. Uh, being someone who's uh, been you – went, you've been to Canada, you know, playing baseball mm-hmm. – Pan Seminole, Simo, mm-hmm. you've seen a lot of players. Where do you think the best baseball is being played Ooh. in America? Ooh, wee, man, I'm gonna have to say those coastals. You know, they got that good weather year round. I'll say California, Florida. Ah. Ah. Yeah, they're not. You think they can get with the Oklahoma boys? Man, they got that beautiful weather out there year round. Man, I got to go. I got the opportunity to scout, you know, with the U Triple S A All Americans. So we got to we got to see each state, the uh, majority, not every state, all fifty states, but like some big time states, like where big baseball is, like your California, Florida, your Texas, Oklahoma, Arizona. Uh, watch out for watch out for Alabama. Oh, there's been some dogs really? coming through there lately. Yeah, watch out. Like down south, that's Mississippi. by the water? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The, the down south there, yeah. oh, it's tough. It's smash mouth baseball down here. It's pretty tough. But, you know, when overall baseball, though, I would probably have to go with California and uh, Florida. If I, I had to do a Florida top five. Board. Yeah, if I had to do it. What's, what's your top five then? I got, I got California. Florida, Arizona, Texas, and Oklahoma. Okay, Oklahoma being last, man. You know, Oklahoma, it's it, it's uh, well, you know, that's where we're from. But I, right, but I get it though, and I think I think you're exactly right. 
I think you I think I think you exactly right. And some of those people on the coastal uh coastal states, man, might be a little taller. But then they might not even be American. I know it's some black people that we think is like black <laughs> Americans, but you know, they be Cuban or Dominican. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could oh, I could defend Oklahoma for sure. I'm like the reason why we we just we at that five instead of that top one. Well, you know they got coastals, they got beautiful weather all year round. Arizona, Texas, they're a lot bigger than us. So, you know, there's a lot of players around there. Right, but Oklahoma, we, we're a little bit smaller, but we still we we we'll get in there. Hey, get down and get to it. Yes, sir. <laughs> like Coach Lancaster, don't meet me in the back of an alley. <laughs> 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 I done seen the darkness before. I done seen the right. darkness. I done came up out yeah. of that. <laughs> yeah, only one way out. <laughs> it's only one way, and that's through you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's cool. Uh, that's cool, man. That's the players coach, uh, Tyrell Cummins. I like to call him Chubb Rock, man, my homeboy, uh, brother from another mother. Hey, let them know where they can follow you at, Chubb, and, and let them know uh, when you're going to be starting. Well, when you look forward to starting. To open up uh, uh, like tryouts for your teams. Okay, yeah, yeah. Be on the lookout uh, for us here at Bacon uh, to start getting back busy. I'm gonna shoot for May 15th. Uh, you guys can reach me at Cummings T at Bacon.edu or my Instagram T Cummings 21, or you can get, reach out to me on the Twitter at Chubrock underscore 27. Chubrock underscore 27, man. Shout, shout out to the players coach, man. That is Diamond Talk with the players coach, Tyrell Cummins. Hey, Tyrell, you have a blessed day. Peace and love to everybody out there, man. Do what you love and love what you do. Life's about making your dreams come true. Peace and I'm out. Uh-huh.